What's up, guys? It's David Hess from the Rising Above podcast. Have you ever thought or dreamed about starting a podcast? Well, look no further. Anchor has all the tools necessary to record a podcast from your computer or phone. You heard that right. They make it so simple. When you host your podcast on Anchor, they will distribute your podcast on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, which is why I host on Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. This episode is brought to you by Red Bike Delivery. This delivery service operates only using battery-powered, eco-friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, or new houseplants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one Earth. All right, welcome to the Rising Above podcast. My name is David Hess, and today I have Anna Escobedo with me. She is a local business owner and entrepreneur here in Lansing, Michigan. She owns the Better Than Yours design uh, business here in Lansing. Uh, so with that being said, how are you doing today, Anna? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Um, and thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so it's a busy time of year for you, right? Yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> I know we, we tried scheduling this a couple times, right? Yeah, with the, the opening of the store and the pop-up shops and then all the events that we have going on, it's just... So you, you just opened up a store, a storefront? Yes. Um, where's that located at? It's uh, 602 Elmwood Road, Suite B, across from Myers on Saginaw and Elmwood. Oh, okay. Uh, what exactly... Ex- can't talk what exactly do you guys do uh well as far as our family business um we well a breakdown we actually started our company because my daughter drew a picture of me last year and i thought it was amazing so i bought everything i needed to put her drawings on whatever i wanted um so now (laughs) we do um tumblers that change color glow in the dark we have apparel and accessories blankets kitchen sets um we also do rolling trays, drinking trays, makeup trays, safety keychains. <laughs> so you essentially do everything. Basically. Can, can you make like coasters? <laughs> yep, coasters, doormats. Mm-hmm. And how, how does that work? Do you etch it in? Like how? Nope, I print everything directly onto the product. Okay. So there's like for our shirts, there's no fading, no tear, no after 52 washes, the image is gone. Right. Um, the only thing with our tumblers and stuff is they're not dishwasher safe and you don't want to scrub them with uh, a Brillo pad or anything. Okay. But other than that, it's literally in the material. We even do phone cases. Wow. Yeah, like my phone case has my logo on it and then it has the QR codes on there. Oh, cool. To go straight to my Instagram and my Facebook. So if I'm not traveling with my business cards, I can just pull my phone out. Yeah, who uses business cards, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, I have a bunch right there, but... people throw them away a lot. Yeah. So I wanted a way to where I could get you... If I get your attention right then and there, mm-hmm. you can scan me right away. Right. Yeah, I mean, because whenever somebody hands me a business card, it just kind of goes wherever. See, mine, 
I think it's because I've done so many shows because as a family, we've traveled all over Michigan. And as a business, we've traveled from Atlanta, Texas, Indiana, and we've set up and done shows in all those states. Wow. So I still hand out my business cards, but I collect them and I have three business card holders for all the businesses that I've encountered. Mm. But that's because I do shows. Right. So I need to have a Rolodex of different businesses that I can contact and say, hey, would you like to come out and be in our show? Right. You know, so I keep them plus... It's like networking, right? Yes. I'm uh, all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. And it's generally like small businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so let's take a step back. Where are you from? Are you from Lansing? Yeah, born and raised. Born and raised. Um, when did you start the business? Oh, um, you said last year. Well, we started last year to where it was a full-fledged business, but as far as crafting and, and making things, mm -hmm. I've been doing that my whole life. Okay. So have you always kind of done it for a business or like... I've sold it, but okay. I wasn't like a full-fledged. Okay. Like I'd make tutus and hair bows and stuff. Every time I got pregnant, I'd learn a new craft. <laughs> right? Makes it sound like I got a hundred kids, but no. <laughs> so every pregnancy, like... How I many kids do you have? Three. Three. How old? Uh, seven, 13, and 15. And they wow. all help with the business. They oh, all have jobs. Awesome. That's good for them. It is. They, yeah. They're at the store right now and they have a candy table set up that they, you know, sell their candy and stuff. My daughter makes, my oldest makes all the resin. She does, um, like she does the resin in the trays, keychains, all of that stuff. She also makes all of our card grabbers or roach clips, depending on what people want to use them for. <laughs> um, my son makes all the safety keychains and he actually has stepped up and started helping me spray paint oh cool um so if i'm overwhelmed or overloaded with the other parts of the work that only i can do he stepped up and now he does that and my seven-year-old packages all my product wow which is a little like because she knows everything that comes with the tray set so she'll tell me mom this is missing its pre-roll container and i'm like oh my god don't go to school and say that <laughs> like, don't tell him you know what that is just it's something to put something in <laughs> that is funny um that's good for kids right like yeah. having to have responsibility and learning to work at a very young age teaches them discipline and and responsibility well it's like it's great because it's fully family functioning my fiance he helps with so much he's the one that taught us how to spray paint you know mm -hmm. like as far as getting the store ready we were all in there laying carpet and painting and doing everything that needed to be done and as a family so like i know that some people say they're running a family-owned business mm -hmm. like we literally oh. are <laughs> <laughs> like they know how to use the square system everything they know how to do data entry wow like it's That's fully crazy. functioning. Do they like it? Do sometimes. Your, do your kids like <laughs> Shut up, get to work. <laughs> right. Sometimes sometimes it's like, Mom, you know, I want a childhood. So I, for about six months, I wasn't taking them to shows with me. Mm. When I would go out of town, I would just go by myself. So I was doing all the Detroit Grand Rapids shows alone because wow. I didn't want them to have to be with me all the time mm -hmm. because they weren't able to go to do family functions and stuff like that with everybody else. Right. But now that we have a base, you know, I can be at the store by myself. They can go right. have fun. And yeah. now I'm not traveling. So now everybody's a lot happier. Even my dogs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you have three of them, right? Yes. What kind of dogs do you have? I have a Chihuahua, oh. a Pitbull, and a Presta Canary. Oh, wow. My Presta's huge. 
Yeah, I could imagine. And she's only, what, a year and a half old, and she's, like, towers over the pit bull. Oh, my gosh. She's huge. <laughs> but I love her so much. I love all my dogs. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I would hope so. You have three of them. You kind of have to. And they're all, like, my family's very weird. Like, we're all real big goofballs. And you would think that the animals wouldn't be the same, that they'd have their own personalities. No, they're just as ridiculous. <laughs> How so? Like, when I go to leave, my my Pressa will try to take my car keys. So I can't leave, and she'll try to push me in my room. My wow. pit bull, she'll chase me around the house until I give her a hug and a kiss when I get home. Like, she will follow me, and after she does it, she's fine. She leaves me alone. <laughs> and, but when I walk in at night after leaving the store, like, it's like I walk in the house... And you hear all my animals going crazy because I have to touch each one of them individually to tell them I'm home and to give them a hug. And then here's the kids because I have to hug each one of them. Just line up. And then there's the man. (laughs) It's like, guys, I was only gone for a few hours. Oh, that's hilarious. Calm down. That's hilarious. So what made you want to start the business? I mean, you obviously said you've done this for a long time. Did you just realize that, like, maybe I should just do this for a living? No, it... Literally, because I wanted to put her drawings on whatever I wanted. I started doing t-shirts, and then somebody messaged and was like, hey, can you make me t-shirts? And I was like, well, that wasn't what I was thinking about doing. (laughs) But yeah, and then, hey, I know you can do this, so can you do this? Well, I can try and see. And it just, it kept growing because people just kept wanting me to make things. I mean, chip bags. I never thought about doing party supplies for little kids. And then somebody was like, well, I seen that you can do this, so I know you can do this. And I was like, oh. I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, all right, let me practice some, and then I'll let you know if I think that it's something that I can do and sell, because I don't want to sell something that's subpar product. Right. Because that's my name attached to that. Right. So if it's, there was one lady, she ordered, oh, my God, she ordered T-shirts, and I wasn't happy with the first three t-shirts so she got all those t-shirts for free because i told her what am i going to do with them i'm not going to walk around with your girlfriend's logo you just made me spit my coffee (laughs) (laughs) i mean really though i'm going to wear it to to bed with your girlfriend's logo no here take it that's your guys's night shirt right she was like that's a lot of product yeah but i'm not happy with it yeah i'm not gonna have you purchase something from me yeah that is subpar that's one thing I find that's truly amazing about like small businesses and it, it, it can be a good thing, can be a bad thing, like especially for like the business owner, right? Like because you're not making a profit off of that, you lost that. Mm-hmm. But you have a sense of pride attached to the, to your product as well. So like if you don't create something that it's up to your standards, then you're not willing to charge somebody for it. No. Whereas like if you go to like a, a big big place, they don't care. Like if, if they don't care about your standards and how how you want your product to turn out, you know, they don't really care. I agree. And that's that's one thing I like about, you know, these local businesses. Like, I had uh, the Banner King on. And uh, he that's one thing he said. He's like, I'd rather I'd rather give things away than to have my name attached to something that wasn't, you know, up to my standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually who makes all my flyers for the store, my business cards. Okay. So I actually have his cards up at my store right now. Oh. So whenever another business comes in or one of the vendors... Um, I'm like, hey, if you need a sign, he does this special, you know, on Wednesdays, get with him. That's one thing that's really cool about the Lansing area is all these small business owners are um, super supportive of each other. You know, there's like not that like 
famine mentality where they're like, oh, no, don't go there. That, that guy sucks. No, <laughs> you know? I, um, everybody supports everybody. I actually, uh, before our store even opened, we did a networking event. And, oh, my gosh, I was so nervous. Like, I cried in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I was like, nobody's going to come. Like, I was so stressed out. And then people came. Mr. Party came. Like, yeah. that's like a Lansing legend. And it... It was like seeing my dreams come to fruition because they all came and they networked. They handed out business cards. They were like, oh, well, I do this. And, you know, collaborations ensued. And it was just great. And actually, that's what happens every time we open our doors on the weekend for the pop-up shops, mm -hmm. which we call um, <laughs> can't stop, won't stop pop-up shops because that's what I am. I can't stop and I won't stop. We've come too far. And shoot, last night they were sitting, we were slow and I go in a room and there's all my vendors in there and they're brainstorming new ideas on how to market their brands and coming up with ideas on how this company can help this company and how they can come together and come up with a new idea. And it's like, oh, that's what I wanted. <laughs> so it's, it's really great. And seeing them and they promote each other and, and they're from all over my vendors like i have vendors that come from detroit jackson taylor michigan and they all take each other's business cards and they hand them out like i only wear my vendors products mm. so any bracelets necklaces or wow. anything like that you see me wear that's a lot <laughs> they came from my vendors wow, that's you know cool. my all those bracelets you have on yeah that's from Perf uh, positively tining and purple moon gems my earrings are from kim from paparazzi my necklace is from Positively Tining. Um, my fragrance is from Midnight Creations. Like, wow. I, I, that's what I do. And I think that that, that I do, <laughs> is why I have so many vendors that want to sign on with me. Because right now the store's, it's picking up speed, but it's still slow. Mm -hmm. And every one of the vendors that have came in and done a show with me, they're, oh, I will be back. And it's like, oh. Really? Because I know we didn't make a whole lot of monies today. <laughs> right, right. And they're like, no, it's it's a whole... Our um, When you first walk in, there's a wall. And, well, I got my daughter's artwork all through the store. But when you first walk in, there's a wall, and it's painted by the art school dropout from Flint. And when I asked him to do it, like, as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, I need his painting right here. And I called him, and normally I don't call, I message. Mm -hmm. And I called him, and I was like, hey, I need, your, I need you on my wall. Like, I, <laughs> I need you, I need it to be positivity, I need it to be inviting. I need when people see this wall, them to see me and what I'm trying to put into the community. And he had already done the wall, he was done. And he said, no, this is not you. And he redid over the whole wall, and now it's like just vibrant and it says good vibes. It says the name of my business. It says just all these positive, encouraging words. And it's just, it's a whole vibe when you walk in our store. Wow. Yeah, I want to see that. It's like, I, I can't even explain it. Like, even when I try, like, it's like watching a 90s sitcom every time you come into my store. <laughs> like, you'll come in one day and people are just, you know, chilling in their, their rooms and selling their product. And you come in like... 40 minutes later and they're dancing in my hallway like they were doing the cha-cha slide down the hallway and i'm like oh my gosh this is so cool like it's just it's amazing it's 
amazing. That is cool. So you provide a space for other businesses to come in and sell things as well? Correct. And then you sell... So let me let me just get this straight. So you have your store and then um, you sell your products in there, but then other businesses come in and sell inside your store as well? Mm-hmm. Every week. And we have... The front of the cool. store is our store. Okay. And then we have four rooms in the back. Well, five. Um, okay. But four of the rooms are for vendors. So on the weekends, they can come set up. We charge a fee. Um, one day is $50, two days is 75 If they do all three, it's $100. Um, and they can come up and sell. Anybody that makes a purchase with any of the vendors gets a drawing ticket. Mm. And all of the vendors, which is so freaking cool, all of the vendors donate to the gift basket. So oh, you cool. get free samples from all of the vendors if you win that gift basket. Right. Um, we also pick a different charity or, or organization every month that we take donations for. So for November, we picked Houston Legacy of Enlightenment. So it's just uh, any any charity group? Yep. Or is it it's not I, just local? Nope, any oh, charity cool. group. Uh, Houston Legacy, though, is based out of Lansing. Its oh. um, owner is Miranda Houston, which was in the LEAP program also. Okay. And she helps young adults get ready for adulthood. So she helps them like get their social security card, driver's license. Hmm. Uh, we actually partnered with her, so we'll be taking on an intern in January. Um, and next month we picked Possibilities Rescue because I feel like everybody in December does Toys for Tots or they do yeah. adopting a family and it's cold and mm-hmm. the puppies and cats, they don't have anywhere to go, you know. Right. So here's a rescue that helps them. So that's who we're going with for the month of December. That is really cool. How do you choose that? You just pick one? I just pick one. Wow. I go through, I have cards for different organizations I'm already interested in. But that one, we actually had to ask her to move her car because she was parked in our parking spot. (laughs) She asked what was going on in our store. We told her, explained about the donations. And that's when she told me that she owned a puppy rescue. And I was like, oh my God, I love puppies. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh. So now on the windows of the front of the store, it's all like little animals with Santa hats on oh, cool. on the window decals because I felt like, oh my gosh, that goes with our, you know, right. our donations for this month. Right, that's cool. Um, I'm trying to think. So you don't have any specific goals as far as like the the donations or the charity, like uh, like certain charities you want to work with? I, I mean, would... you said you have a list that you kind of have in your head, but... I want to work with uh, domestic violence shelters. Okay. I, um, I have a really horrible past, mm. like as far as going through stuff like that. And I know that people that go through that, it's it's hard and it's discouraging. And I just want people to feel loved. Um, and then also whenever anybody donates to any of these organizations and brings it in the store, they enter a totally different drawing and they can win a gift basket that all the vendors put together. Oh, cool. Um, and if a vendor wins, cause for this, the November one, a lot of vendors donated, they get a free day in our store. Oh, cool. So that it's like, it kind of benefits everybody initiatives. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, do you have any, like, any idea of you like working with local um, domestic violence shelters here, lo- like locally? Or I've contacted Eve's house. Okay. So I'm waiting for them to give me a call back because I'd really like to go with them for one of the months. But I have a few Haven House. I have their card. 
but those are the only ones that I have as of right now. Okay. Wow. That, that's pretty cool. I, I don't really know of any other business that's doing something like that. Except We're one for you. of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool, though. Thank Congratulations. you. Um, what's your goals for the business? I would like to be self-sustaining. And it's crazy because when you asked me that, and I got yelled at, well, not yelled at, by one of my vendors the other day. Because when you asked that, I didn't even like... Other than self-sustaining, it was like, oh, well, I want people to come shop at the pop-up shop. And I forget that I have a store there also because my my mindset is I need to help other people, mm. you know, succeed. Yeah. And I keep putting myself and my business on the back burner. So I would like our business to be self-sustaining and to get a nice crowd to come into the store and to see what we're capable of because right. we're capable of so much. Um, but I would also like to help with our business, all these other businesses, get recognition for their amazing products and to get out there more and to network and build their brand. So we're actually going to start. We have a networking Mondays that we're doing, which is free. And it's from six to seven for people to come in the store if they're feeling discouraged or if they have an idea, but their their family's not understanding because a lot of times as a business owner, our family's there for us and they support us, but they don't understand the struggle. That, right. In the entrepreneurship area of it. Right. Um, so to have a group of people that understand your struggle and understand, you know, how discouraging it can be. And sometimes you just want to quit every day. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be really beneficial. Right. So I'm, I open my store up every Monday from six to seven for businesses to come in and, to just brainstorm and to vent and to just get it out there. That's actually really cool. And that's a really good idea because I mean, like even for me, I, I'm sorry, I'm really distracted by your purse. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed all the different pictures on it. But um, th I think that's really cool because uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, even especially when they're starting out, they don't really know like what path they should take or what direction they should go. And, um, and I would think that, you know, by talking with other local entrepreneurs and people who have gone through it and have done it, they can, you know, help guide them. And I mean, yeah, they might have the support of their family, but like you said, they might not, they, their parent or their family doesn't really understand what it takes to, to be a business owner or, you know, to take that next step. Not at all. Yeah. My family, like when we first started and I was, working till two o'clock in the morning and come to bed, come to bed. No, I got to finish. I got this order and this order and I got to do this and my printer's not, I can't figure out how to do this printer yet. <laughs> and like I, it took me two weeks, two weeks to introvert my printer from a regular printer to a sublimation printer. So when I first got the first image to print, right. And it was reversed, like it was mirrored imaged. So mm. you couldn't even read it. Right. Until you stood in front of a mirror, but I didn't care. <laughs> like it went on and I it's did like, it. yes, I woke everybody up in my house <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. I didn't care that they had school. Oh, that's nothing. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, guys, look. <laughs> so and as much as you want your friends and family to understand that, and even if you have friends and family that don't support you, because that, oh God, that's another thing. And 
I have to explain that to people that are just starting out because they get upset. They're like, oh, my God, my family doesn't share my posts. My friends don't. Right. And I have to remind them. A lot of times your family and friends aren't going to support you. No. The people that you least expect, the people that you don't even know are the ones that are sharing your post on a regular mm -hmm. and, and promoting you. And if you do have friends and family that support you, you're very blessed. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people out here that I just had a vendor talk to me about it the other day that none of her family supports what she's doing. And I said, but do you love what you're doing? Is this what your heart is telling you to do? Yeah. Then that's what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, and that's a, a thing I've noticed like too with this podcast is like at first when I was like, when I first announced I'm doing this podcast, everybody's like, oh, so cool. They shared my post. And then as time goes on, it's less people start sharing it. But some of the same people have always shared it and mm -hmm. have been supportive from the start. And yeah, the, the people that, you know, were like, oh, that's, that's really cool. And they were so excited at first. Those people, I mean, they're not supportive now and it hasn't really stopped me from doing it but you know i could see how that would affect somebody who's trying to give it all in their business and yeah that, that's that's real sucky it gets discouraging it, it does get discouraging and i want to be not necessarily just me i want the store to be a place where you can come and just feel accepted and loved and like, I kid you not, like, I can't, every person, and some of these people, usually with my vendors, it's somebody that I've already encountered, and I already know that I like your energy and your vibe, and, mm -hmm. you know, you're good people, mm -hmm. but with the store, I can't do that like I did, because we got to make the overhead, Right. and I've been very blessed so far that every vendor that we've had in the store gives off the same vibe and energy that I wanted. And it could be that just when they enter the store, it's so positive in there that they can't show their, you know, negative vibes. it says vibe. good vibes on the wall, right? Right, it's on the <laughs> wall. And then on the other wall, it says create some It says what? <laughs> create some shit. <laughs> you can say that. You oh, don't need to... <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then I said it again. But uh, he did two murals on my wall. So one of That's them cool. says that, and it's like in a big bubble and stuff. And it's just, you can't come in there and be in a bad mood. Like, you just, I don't think it's even possible. That's that's awesome. Like, it's its amazing. And that's one thing I've noticed, too, with um, these small business owners, because they're always grinding. They're always, like, seeking, and not, not just, like, for personal gain. They're seeking to help others, and they're, they get, like, a self-fulfillment from that. You know, like, I had, um, what's her name? Um, the girl who wrote Keanu. Behind, Keanu. She's, like... Super right, Kiana Pew. Yeah. Pew. Sorry. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I say her last name, <laughs> I love uh, her. She she's amazing, and uh, she yeah she's doing so many things, but she's so supportive of everybody else. I, I think I've seen her share your posts. Mm -hmm. She shares every, she shares she, my posts all the time. Like, she's been in one of my pop up shops. Okay. She um, she actually came to the store um, last week to bring me decorations for my bathroom. Um, we were actually, were the month of August in her calendar mm. that she did. And when she, oh my God, when she messaged me about that, she made me cry <laughs> because she asked if I would be interested. And I was like, oh girl, yes. Like, why, why would I say no? And she was like, but I don't want just you. She said, because your company is family operated and you are literally family operated. I want your whole family 
Oh, wow. In your month. Wow. And when you flip through the calendar, we're the only only month that has a whole family. A whole family. Wow. But when I was doing shows, like I would at least have one of my kids with me, mm-hmm. if not all three. My fiance pops up. He brings me whatever I need. He'll come and he's the one that taught us how to load the car up because, oh my gosh, when we first started, it was like my kids and I sit and reminisce about when we first started all the time. We're like, oh my God, Caden was sitting in the front seat with a naked mannequin because <laughs> we didn't have enough room in our car to have all our products. So right. like the kids had product on their laps. He's oh holding on gosh. to the naked mannequin, which her name is Thickiana. We felt like after that we had to name her. Um and it was like, we've just, we've come so far and we've worked so hard as a family. So for somebody on the outside, I mean, not saying she's part of my squad. That's what I call my vendors, my squad. That's cool. But she's, you know, for somebody looking in to see how hard my family has worked to get here is just amazing. And that helps define who you guys are, right? Too, as a family, because you guys all had to struggle and, and endure the suck you know at the beginning right oh we went without sleeping (laughs) (laughs) i mean everybody had a sacrifice to make it is what it is now and they're so proud how could they not be like when i watch my my kids like somebody came in um during the networking event because i made sure that my whole family was there because like i told them this isn't just me networking for our our brand Mm -hmm. this is all of us so my whole family was there they all had jobs so like one was working the cash register one was you know the host so he was taking people on the tour and stuff the little one was you know showing people where the food was she kept stealing food but whatever (laughs) um but it was just nice but somebody came in and one of uh, my sister vendor my sister uh india from midnight creations she was like um well you know the owner is busy right now and my son was like hold on in the mom this is my store too <laughs> i can show them around and it was wow. like oh my little one she took somebody on a full-blown tour like had them grab tumblers off the top shelf so she could take them in the back room to show them that it glowed in the dark oh wow like she showed them each of the rooms because each of our rooms have a different name so like the front of the store is just our store mm-hmm. but we have the goddess room because that's what I am. We have the floral room, which is just all flowers on the walls. We have a uh, Garden of Eden room, and it's got a ledge that's got plants on it. And then, because I'm Harry Potter for life, we have a Harry Potter room. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Team Gryffindor. Um, so the fact that the kids know the names of the rooms and give tours and... That's cool. It's great. Yeah, that's going to define who they are. You're creating little entrepreneurs, <laughs> and they're going to start their own business. My daughter actually has already sold her logos. She's designed wow. logos for three companies so far. Wow. Because she draws anime. Her artist name is Sketchitudes. Okay, does she have like an Instagram? Or... Instagram and TikTok. Wow. That's crazy. It's That's so cool. And then she just got contacted. Well, she was contacted last year to draw characters for a book. Wow. Yeah, that that brings hope, right? Because I talk to my wife about this all the time, is like kids these days lack motivation to just want to do anything. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with like just the technology that we have. We have, you know, social media and we have TikTok, which is a huge waste of time. I love TikTok. 
I love it. I do too. I love it. I'm so addicted. It's so bad. But it's <laughs> it is so bad. It's such a waste of time and then you have Instagram, which is like kind of a fake reality of of everybody's life, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody's just trying to be better than the next person. And so then that leaves teenagers wanting to, you know, have everybody else's life, the life that they can't create for themselves. That's not real. That's not real. And so then they get, you know, they get all this anxiety, they get depression, they get all these, all these things. And then they don't create, they don't, they, they're not creative as far as like what they want to do. They just lay around. Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge problem. And so when I see like, like your kids who, you know, you're, I don't know if you forced them at the beginning yes. to, <laughs> you, you, but you know, you had them helping you and, it, I, and in the end, it's going to make them better people. It's going to make them more creative and more ambitious. Well, shoot. Now I don't even have to. I don't have to tell them what needs to be done. They just do it. Now they just automatically, like when we get in the store in the morning, they already start vacuuming. They're taking out the trash. When my daughter sees that our resin product is getting low, well, shoot, yesterday she was like, yeah, I need to make more of these, more of these. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. Like, I don't have to tell them anymore. My son went and counted how many safety keychains we had already put together. And he's like, well, I got a couple days and then I'll have to make some more. Wow. And I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. Because I didn't. I don't have to do it anymore. I don't have to push them or, mm-hmm. you know, guys, 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 time, time. Right. No, they just they're on it. I think that helps them in every aspect of life, right? Because they I, they budget shop now, because we have to shop for the business, and I take them with me, and they know I keep the receipts and everything. So when I send them to the store to go get something, mom. Um, so you said to buy candy, but this candy is $7 for this bag and this candy is $3 for this bag. So I'm just going to get this bag. It's a little different than what you want it, but it's better price, cost effective. Okay. (laughs) You do you. (laughs) Go ahead and save me that money. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool. Do you see a difference in their peers and the way they act? Yeah. 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 My kids, um, shoot, not even just peers when they're around family, my like, they're still goofballs. Like I said, we're all weird. Um, but when they talk about things, my kids talk about our business a lot. Like, when we go to family gatherings, and they're like, well, do you want to stay the night? Well, I can't. We have a business to run. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you could have stayed the night. No, Mom. We have work to do. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? <laughs> well, I guess we got to go. We got work to do. <laughs> so, yeah, because a lot of their peers are, like my daughter. She's 15. A lot of them are, oh, my God, that boy, and oh, my. Mm. And that's not her focus. Her focus is her art, you know, and that's that's her. Mm. That's what gives her drive. And she's actually designing um, a new logo for us. Well, not I don't want to say logo, but yeah. <laughs> but she's designing a new image of me with my curly red hair because that's what I usually have in the period. Mm. I, I had to go back to my natural. Uh-huh. But, um, and it's going to be with... Um, me just standing there holding crystals in my hand to clear it, cleanse negative energy. And I was like, oh, my God, that's going to be so cool. <laughs> so, like, they each have something that drives them. That... My buttercup, she gets free product everywhere she goes, though. <laughs> At every pop-up shop, she ends up with some kind of wing, or you're going to see some magical creature fluttering through my store because <laughs> she has a different costume every weekend. 
And I don't even know where they come from. Oh, my gosh. People just give them to her? Yes, at the show, at the pop-up. The vendors will give her coffee, or not coffee, hot cocoa, or soup. And I'm like, where'd you get that? Oh, the Emerald Shire gave it to me. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Lynn, do I owe you any money? No, honey, you're fine. I'm like, oh, my God. They came here to make money, Ari. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can't say no to kids. No, not when she looks like she does, because she's just... Like, each of them has their own attributes you know that that sets them apart but she's like just this fluttery butterfly that's just always happy and complimenting people it's like a mini version of me because that's what i do like when i'm at the store my boyfriend or my fiance he'll be like i gotta get used to that but he'll be like um babe are you really about to hey oh my god your eyebrows are amazing go ahead girl work it and then i'll just walk away and he's like you can't just be walking up to random people but my, oh my thought gosh. process is because of what I came from, you don't know what somebody's been through. Mm-hmm. You don't know when the last time they smiled is or the last right. time they were complimented or anything like that. So if I can just fill you with joy for just a moment and make you feel good about yourself for just a moment, then I accomplished my job for the day. Yeah, I can't remember. There's an article I read. And uh, it was saying that when you see somebody, you should always tell them one thing you like about them, and it'll affect their mood for the day. Or I can't, rem- I can't remember the specifics of the article, but yeah, you should always compliment like I like your smile or I mm-hmm. like your eyes or something like something. that. Just something. Mm-hmm. When um, I drove school buses for nine years, mm. so that had to be annoying. Oh my god, <laughs> they've asked me to come back like three times. I was like, no. Um, but nine years in the last three years, I drove for Al Shabazz. Mm. And when I drove for them, I noticed that a lot of the kids would get on the bus and they'd just be sad or, you know, troublesome. And I would, I knew every kid on my bus's name. I knew their birthday. Wow. I would give them a gift on their birthday. I had kids that didn't even ride my bus anymore that would still come get on my bus at when I would get to the school and they would clean my bus wow. and that was their excuse so they could just be on my bus and in my presence and talk to me because with a lot of the youth they don't have anybody to talk to mm-hmm. they can't talk about their fears and their problems really at home because a lot of parents don't understand or just shut them out right whereas my kids as much as I love it it's like oh, at the same time but when they have a problem they come shut my door mom we need to have some alone time and they'll tell me what's going on but a lot of kids don't have that open door policy with their parents mm-hmm. so there's yeah. that's where the secrets are ensued and stuff like that and that's not what happened on my bus they would come talk to me about things and well miss anna this boy said this to me and i just didn't think it was appropriate well ask him if his mom if he'd like it if somebody said that to his mama <laughs> i'm gonna ask him that you know <laughs> so it was cool even when i drove for dean I was called the rock and roll school bus. I took the routes that nobody wanted, that were problematic, and by the time I was done driving that route, I'd have my students, and I drove adults and everything, dancing off my bus. Wow. Like, I was the youngest person on my bus, and they called me mom. Wow. And I got hugs and everything. So I feel like if you put out the positivity and you put out love, Mm-hmm. You're going to have people that hate on you. You're going to have people that, you know, aren't receptive. Right. But the amount of people that you can touch far outweighs 
the negativity that'll come from it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's just what somebody needs, right? They just need somebody to be like, Hey, how was your day? Mm -hmm. And then, then they'll just unload from there. Yeah. I I never had a bus driver like that when I was in school. (laughs) I had, did have one cool bus driver, but it seemed like every other bus driver I had were just, they, they hated their jobs. (laughs) They didn't want to be there. They hated carting kids around. No. And I love it. Grumpy. I was never like, even when I was pregnant and like, just, oh, I was still that same. Cause my personality, regardless to what I've been through has always been the same. It's just gotten, gotten more eccentric. Yes. Very much so <laughs> to the point where like I, my last job I had is I, I lost my job in January and I was like, oh this my. last January. Yes. Well, what, what did you do? I worked at a reverse mortgage company. Mm, that sounds like a good job. No, it was financially good, but yeah. it was very stressful. Mm. Uh, I had quit smoking cigarettes for like two years, and I started. Wow. Because it was just so stressful. Um, I would sit in my car sometimes and cry because I was like, I don't want to go back in here. But it was financially stable. So when I lost that job, I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Right. You know? And at that job, they called me the sunshine and when I left, I would get messages from my coworkers, well, my old coworkers, like, oh my gosh, there's no sunshine here because you're Aww. gone. Because I would just go out and I would, I'd have a joke of the day and I'd go out there and I would just say compliments to people or tell them they're doing a good job or do eccentric stuff like right. somebody'd look like Rogue from X-Men. So then I would touch her and then fall on the floor having convulsions <laughs> and, you know, tell her, oh my gosh, you took all my energy. Like, just extra <laughs> stuff. But then they had better days. Right. You know, but meanwhile, you're, you're still hating your job and you're stressed out to the max and still trying to make everybody else feel better. Wow. But that's just me. How many people go through life like that? Very many. So many people. I work at, at GM and, um, almost everybody and, and including myself, we're all like, we hate our lives. We hate working. Mm-hmm. We hate working here, but I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't like it, but at the same time, I know it's, it's a good job. And then, but I'm also doing things that I'm passionate about, like this podcast. You know, I like doing the podcast, but many people don't have something that they're passionate about. They don't have a, a business that they're running on the side or like a, a nonprofit that they're working for or a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog or, you know, something that gives them meaning. They don't have that. They just go through life day after day after day you know, live in this stressful, overwhelming life with no, nothing to, to help them. No, no tools. I mean, a lot of people don't work out. They're like out of shape mentally, emotionally, Mm -hmm. and physically. And so then they lean on, you know, like, like stress relievers, like like cigarettes or drinking, social media. And then they start hating their lives and they start hating on other people. And then that's how you create shitty people. <laughs> right. I agree. Yeah. There's so many people like that. There is. And I don't think I've ever, I've ever been that person. Like my mom tells me all the time, like, I don't, oh my gosh, you have not changed. And I'm like, well, I think I have. I've lost like 150 pounds. I'm a whole different person. Wow. But no, you're still the same. You're just more, you know? And it's because I know that there are people like that. Because I know, I, I, I see it, you know, and I hate seeing it. Mm-hmm. If I could save the world and make everybody happy, I would, but I can't. But those that I encounter or I come across, 
I feel like it's my job right to sp- spread positivity and joy what do I say I spread sunshine and joy everywhere I go like that's just sprinkle here yeah, sprinkle just, here. <laughs> just fluttering around you know <laughs> and actually that's what they told me when I worked at that job like they would hear the door because I worked in a, the penalty box is what we called it because I was in payment processing mm. and when they would hear the door open they're like oh here she comes what's next because I'd come out and I'd be like oh my gosh guys guess what <laughs> and I'd say some ridiculous corny joke like we had your mama joke Wednesdays and my uh, co-worker and I would just go back and forth with your mama jokes oh the whole gosh. day you know what is it your mama's so dumb oh I can't even remember it was something about orange juice but oh my god it had me dying I can't even remember right now I had them all printed out <laughs> <laughs> I had like 10 sheets of your mama jokes a Rolodex <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> the other guy, he like, he knew them all like by heart. And I'm like, how oh the hell do you gosh. know these? Like, no, I needed to print them out. <laughs> Cross this one out. I already said this one last Wednesday. <laughs> but it was, it was nice. Oh, what do you call a cow with no legs? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's still funny. <laughs> I've been telling that same joke for three years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it makes me chuckle every time. I think how much you, you got pleasure, like how much pleasure you got out of that made me laugh more. And that's what, <laughs> that's what people say. They're like, your laugh is infectious because you get, right. like, I'll start laughing. Like last night I told a joke, which I think it's a little risque for here. No, go I, ahead. Okay, okay. You can say whatever you want on here. What did the zombie... I love it when people crack up at their own jokes before they even say them. <laughs> okay, okay. What did the zombie say to the prostitute? I don't know. You can keep the tip. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing like I did today, but I was laughing before I said it, and they were already laughing, and they're like, girl, we don't even know what you're about to say. And I was like, it's good. Hold on. Hold on. I got to stop. Hold on. <laughs> But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, I, I feel like even though I've been through a lot of stuff, that I am filled with so much positivity and joy, that it just sometimes radiates off of me without me even realizing where, it. Where do you think that comes from? Because a lot of people, they go through something difficult, like domestic abuse, or like for me, it was um, abuse, and uh, I went through foster care and adoption and all that, and... Um, a lot of people come out just angry and bitter and, um, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like at first I was, Mm -hmm. and, but then as time goes on, you just, I had, you have to let go. And what did, what do you think that is for you? Why? Okay. I think that I am very protected and I can't say think, I know that I'm protected. Um, I've been told numerous times by different people that, you know, are very spiritual. And they've told me that, shoot, I had a lady tell me last Sunday and a lady tell me the Sunday before that, you know, they're like, you, nothing's really going to harm you. You're going to have stuff that comes at you, but your aura, your ancestors are protecting you because you have good work to do. So I know, I know I'll struggle and I know that I'll have hard times, 
but I know through everything that I'll make it out okay. And I didn't learn that till recently, so I can't really say before that what has had me filled with so much joy, just I'm me. And I, I have, I've had so many hardships and like my mom didn't even know the extent of how bad the abuse was when I was in that relationship until years ago, a couple years ago. And she's like, I, I have, like, I can't believe that you, this whole time, through everything, have still been positive for everybody else, have still looked out for everybody else. Like, I was taking kids in that had nowhere to go. You know, I... Do you think that was, like, you deflecting what was going on in your life? No. No. Because people, some people were aware. Yeah. But I, I would pray on it. I would, I would work out. I would sing. You know, I, I found ways to release it. Like, I would go do karaoke, and I would just belt my heart out, you know, and I would just, I would always have it in the back of my mind that this may be hard for me, but there's somebody out there that's dealing with so much worse. So if they can make it through what they're making it through, then how the hell can I? Right. Yeah, that's a crazy thing, too, is because a lot of people go through worse things than other people. But then, like, somebody who may, I don't know, um, lose a job, they, they act like that's the worst thing that mm-hmm. has ever happened and that it can't get better from there. But the worst thing that happens to you is the worst thing that happens to you, right? Mm-hmm. So it can only get better from there. I think that a lot of people, with some people, that they had never dealt with trauma before. Yeah. or they've never been through any hardships. So when they hit a hardship, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's the end of the world. But somebody that's already conquered, and I'm going to use that word, conquered so much when something's, you know, that's heavy to somebody else, like losing a job, they're like, oh, okay, well, I'll just go get another one. Right. But somebody else, it's like, oh, it's the end of the world. End of the world. Yeah. They're done, you know, they can't do it anymore and now they're in alcohol or drugs or whatever mm-hmm. and I, I think that a lot of it's a mindset I think a lot of it is how you're raised you know where you come from and your mental stability yeah I agree and that's and that's another thing that like my wife and I talk about um, kids these days don't know how to deal with struggle because we have like we I mean most kids uh, you know like for for me, like um, I had to grow up with struggle. So now I know how, as an adult, I know how to handle struggle. Right. You know, I, anything that happens, anything that comes my way, I'm like, it, it'll get better. It's fine. Um, but like the life I'm providing for my kids is like they don't have to struggle. And it's a good thing to be able to provide that for your kids. But at the same time, they need to have some sort of struggle. Right. Mm-hmm. So like. In your case, I think it's a great thing that you're having your kids help you with the business because it teaches them that, you know, this, like, this may not be easy, but I have to work for it. And, you know, life, it, they can apply that, whatever they learn in your business to life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, this sucks right now, but it'll get better because it started here and now we're here. What's the Drake song? <laughs> started from the bottom, <laughs> now I'm here. Or... <laughs> When you said it, that's all that was going through my head. <laughs> it's such a cliche, though, right? Right. Like, it started from the bottom, and now I'm here. And that's the case with everything. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. I, 
I feel like with a lot of kids, not all, but a lot of kids, because like you said, they they don't have to know the struggle. And a lot of parents shelter their kids to where they don't know that we're going through this right now. And granted, that's been something that's been ingrained for forever because my mom didn't ever let me know we were going through anything. Mm. And with my family, my kids are aware to a certain extent. You know, they mm-hmm. know that, okay, we need to get vendors in the store because we have to meet our overhead. Right. You know, but they don't know the extent of how bad if we don't meet our overhead, it's going to be. Right. But they know that, okay, this is a struggle. This is something we have to work for. Mm-hmm. But if this doesn't happen, okay, what are some other ideas we can do to where we can bring in income? Right. You know, so now we are opening the store for paint and sips and we're opening the store for... Uh, a gallery a night December 17th to where we're letting four artists rent out rooms in our store oh, cool. and we'll sell tickets on Eventbrite to where those artists can get recognition also because something that um, Mila Lynn actually and I mm-hmm. were talking about was that a lot of businesses don't associate artists as a business also and they are they're selling their work their art right. is their work yeah and what we're trying to do at our location is bridge that gap between the artist and the businesses. And mm-hmm. that's why actually what we're gonna do is every room in our store is gonna have a mural done by another artist. Oh, cool. That way you get recognition through our whole store. Right. Uh, we already have artwork up on our walls by Crowned Artistry, Artistry from Detroit, which is two high schoolers wow. that do their artwork together. Cool. So it's like, you have to build people up. Yeah, absolutely. Because not everybody has that support no so if i gotta be the support then and that offers a sense of community right like mm-hmm. you're, you're supporting your local your local peers and you're in in the um entrepreneur field and and local artists and that's one thing that's beautiful about lansing i talk about it all the time on, on the podcast like i was talking about it with uh, brandon naven last night he was on the podcast um he's the executive director of uh the artist umbrella really yeah and uh is all the artists lift each other up they're super supportive of each other's work and same thing with all the business owners like at least the small business owners like there doesn't seem to be this competition aspect like this famine mentality they're all like yeah let's let's do this like let's do a collab or mm-hmm. let's do pop-up shows together let's i'm gonna sell your product in my store or whatever it is you know and I find that to be beautiful. We actually offer that also. We um, are selling J. Rose Designs products in our store currently, mm-hmm. which is a company that Amanda DeFord owns. And she makes like little ornaments with that she hand paints and she makes hair bows and tutus. I make tutus, but I don't have tutus in my store. So why not sell your product in my store? Right. You know, we bring on people that do similar items to what we do. Because I want us all to grow. Mm-hmm. There's enough money out here for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you still have some people that are not for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, but everybody that I've encountered in my store or at the pop-up shops that I've been to here have been great. I've been to other pop-up shops in different cities to where it's not that same mentality. It's just a grind. They're just trying to make money. Very much so. Yeah. But then you have a lot of people that started this biz- their businesses with where we want to make money 
Mm-hmm. You know, we started our businesses because we do want an income from it. Right. But at the same time, there's people that started just because of the money, not because they had a passion for it. Right. Or they love what they do. Yeah. You know, and that's who I want to help. The people that are loving what they do, that this is something they have a passion for. That's mm-hmm. who I want. Well, and the thing is, is, I mean, being kind of stingy about it, you know, like having that mentality of like, oh, well. Um, I'm not going to support that business because they're, they might take business away from me. The thing is, is if they want to buy from you, they're going to buy from you. Right. If they don't, they don't. I could sit so across from somebody else that makes trays. Right. Their, their trays may be nice as, you know, I'll get out. Yeah. But I know that my personality and my love of my product is what's going to sell my product. Right. Not everybody's going to be as personable as me. Right. And that's, I'm also doing a, I'm working on the syllabus now. I'd buy, I would buy a tray from you if I walked by you and you told me a prostitute joke. <laughs> I'm just going to start telling <laughs> prostitute jokes every day. <laughs> well, my, my. Like, she made me laugh. I'm buying that from her. That's how I get a lot of sales. Yeah, I imagine. Because I, I'll compliment somebody or I'll say something off the wall or my son will, you know, I'm describing the products and he's like, yeah, she didn't make anything. I made it all. <laughs> and they're like, wait, tell me more. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Caden. You know, my daughter, she's more standoffish. She's just like, yeah, we make this. <laughs> and I'm like, Christiana, you gotta be just, friendlier. Right. <sighs> the tumblers glow in the dark. And I'm like, oh my God, 15 year olds, Jesus. And you're the reason we started this. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. But it's, if you're personable <clears throat> and you love what you do, the people can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, they can sense that, okay, they're really about their product. Right. I get excited yeah. when I talk about my product, you know, and I tell people, look, you be happy that I got told I couldn't keep any more of this stuff at home. Okay. That's the only reason I'm selling it because I got grounded. <laughs> you know, my family literally cuts me off. Like my daughter will bring me the card grabber roach clip thingies and she'll be <laughs> like, mom, these are the new ones. And I'm like, oh, but I want that one. No, mom. <laughs> these are for sale. We're doing this to make money. That's but that funny. one matches the rims to my car. No, mom. Damn it. Why'd you show me? <laughs> so it's, you know, they, they, they watch me. <laughs> they, they watch me so hard. That's hilarious. Wow. Um, so what do you want to see ha- happen like with the business? I mean, you said, obviously you want to be self-sustaining. Um, you're providing a sense of community for other businesses to come in, look, other artists to come in. What what are your some of your goals, your long-term goals, short-term goals, other than those? I would like at some point, well, after our lease is up where we're at, I want a bigger place. I want, I want to help other businesses. I want a bigger place to where I can bring on more people. I actually want to make a training course to better help people that are doing pop-up shops to be able to be better prepared. Um, when you do pop-up shops, you don't always know the environment you're going into. You don't know. There's questions that we should be asking as vendors mm-hmm. to the host to better prepare ourselves. Okay. And a lot of people don't know what questions to ask. Yeah, like what the demographic is, what kind of products you need to bring. Demographic, like the terrain, uh, what the parking lot looks like, where the loading and unloading area is, what time setup is. Um, Shouldn't that be something that like the people who host the pop-ups like release to the people they invite or think or should that should just be like general information you would think but no (laughs) no my um the sister and i went to a pop-up shop in detroit and we asked questions 
and we, I guess we didn't ask enough questions because we got there and there was a gravel driveway, which my dolly nor her wagon could go over. Wow. So that meant we had to carry in all our product. And at that time, I was carrying 100 metal trays at a time, plus 30 tumblers. Wow. Plus all my other product because we make an extensive array of product. Mm -hmm. And I had to carry it all in. Wow. With no kids, because I wasn't taking kids to shows. Right. Uh, we went to another pop-up shop, and they had 15 stairs. Can't take a dolly or a wagon upstairs. Right. You know, so that's something, and that's the reason why I want to do the course, so that I can better advise people, like, here, these are the questions you need to ask. Mm -hmm. And have a questionnaire for them to start asking questions. To message the vendors that have already done the shows with these people and ask them, hey, so what do you think about this event? You know, right. what kind of environment was it? Yeah. You got to be able to ask the hostess or host where the bathroom is without them having an attitude with you because they're overwhelmed. Right. You know, and yeah. I've done shows everywhere. And and when I say this, I'm not saying it to be cocky or anything like that. My show is the first show to where I felt that the hostess has genuinely been extremely open and worked with the people no, 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 no. I've done one other one. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not common. I've done right. shows to where only two people, two customers have walked into the show. Wow. And these people have told us that they promoted it. There were going to be hundreds of people coming in. There were like 30 vendors that were going to be there. We got there. There were 10 vendors and two customers. Wow. You know, and when you are a a vendor and you're driving and you paid your money to be in this show and you drove you know out of town to go and paid for a hotel because i've done that and you made absolutely no money that's extremely discouraging yeah especially when you're a small business and like that's your livelihood it's not like it's a side thing no i came out of like four hundred dollars in one weekend and only made maybe 200 wow so there's ways to ask questions to where you can avoid that. And I've learned that as time, you know, has went on. Mm -hmm. But I want to help people so that when they're starting out with doing these shows, they don't get bombarded or right. overwhelmed or underwhelmed by going to a show and it being a turnout like that. So we have a lot of first-time vendors that come into our store. Mm. And when they come in, I help them. I give them ideas on how to better set up their table. I give them ideas on how to, you know, make the most of their space. Right. Because you'll get to a show and think that you have room for all three of your tables and you actually only have room for one table. So how are you going to use all your product right. and be able to display that without it looking like a jumbled mess? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to have to search through a pile of things to no. see what you have. Because you need it to be appealing to the eye. Right. And that's where I come in and I help. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I like the vibe that you 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 provide. Uh, it seems to be real real friendly and open. Like you said, open and accepting. I love that. I haven't even been to your store, and I feel like I I've been in, <laughs> I've been there. Because <laughs> it's literally like I told Keon the art school dropout when he did it. I was like, oh my god, and he even got it on video. Bubble. He was. I was like, oh my gosh, it's me on a wall. Like that is me. Like, it's, the whole store is everything that I wanted it to be. It's, but I can't even just say the store. My business, you know, mm -hmm. is just everything. 
Like it's it's positivity and love and encouraging and like I I can't be more proud of my family and the vendors that have signed on in the squad that has pushed me, which my squad is oh my god, so great. That's like so cool. they if I'm if I'm having a bad day, I don't even have to tell them. They're already messaging me like, keep your head up. And I'm like, bitch, how do you know? <laughs> you know, or I go live a lot. I, I go live. Um, a couple weeks ago, I didn't because I was, I was feeling discouraged. And they were all in my inbox and calling me. Um, but I go live a lot and I tell people, you know, to not to give up. That even the businesses where you think, because people think because we have a store and because I'm always so positive that I don't have hardships or I don't get mm -hmm. discouraged. Right. But I tell them all the time in my videos, like I quit every day. Like I, I get discouraged. I give up. And then my little one comes up to me and she's like, mom, you quit every day, but you don't really quit though. And I'm like, because I can't. What's the right. name of our pop-up shops? Can't stop, won't stop. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so we can't. Right. You know, and that's where the title of our pop-up shops came from yeah. because I can't stop and I won't stop because I know that what I'm doing, not just my business, but what I'm doing is benefiting so many other people and seeing my struggle and seeing that even though I'm struggling and I've cried on video before and then it's just like, oh, you know, <laughs> And seeing that I'm overcoming it is your like... Eyes, I'm sorry, your <laughs> eyes went cross-eyed when you did that. <laughs> but seeing that I'm overcoming it inspires so many other people. I have people that message me that I don't even know. And they're like, your video just gave me life. Like, I was about to quit today, and I watched your video, and now I'm up making product. And I'm like, yes, that's what I needed. And I, th I think that's a, kind of a false reality too, right? Like, um, like it's so easy to be like uh won't what, what's your slogan can't stop won't stop can't stop won't stop it's so easy to be like can't stop won't stop right like just to post that on social media like right. can't stop won't stop and just grind out here grinding but the reality of it is like you're a person and life gets you know like you have a life outside of your job too mm -hmm. so life gets overwhelming and and sometimes you need that time to just be like okay i need i need to take a step back and then come back to it but as long as you get back up and get back to it, then you're not stopping, right? I, so correct, because I, my family, shoot, my dog, will drag me away from my computer. Like, my dog will grab my chair and drag <laughs> me away. And it's like, because for a long time, I didn't take breaks. I didn't stop. And I crashed for like a week. And I was just so depressed and so down. And it was like, I just don't even want to do this no more. Mm -hmm. Like, why did we start this? Right. Even when we opened the store, you know, everything was so overwhelming and mm -hmm. everything just kept going wrong. And I was like, why did I do this to myself? Like, why, why did I do this? And right. my kids, cause mom, cause we're doing something good. And I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> why did I raise you right? <laughs> Who's your mother? You know? And that's so funny. I think that people need to realize that because you, yeah. you see all these, you know, actors and singers and all that stuff. And they portray that, you know, they got this money and they did this and life's great. And it's like, they don't show the struggle. Mm -hmm. They don't show, you know, how hard it was or how many sleepless nights they had or any of that, mm -hmm. or how many times they've just sat at their computer or their microphone and just cried. Right. You know? Yeah. And I do. 
Like I, I don't hide it. Right. Which my, you know, some of my friends or family members are like, you shouldn't be showing. No, because people are going to think that it's easy and it's not. No, it's not like at all. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing. Like, I mean, I can kind of relate with the podcast because like, I mean, all of this, I didn't know how to do any of this. And when I first started, I'm like, I don't know how to hook this microphone up to that piece of equipment <laughs> over there. And I don't know how to get the cameras to sync up with the audio on the computer. Like, I didn't know how to do any of that. And so when I first started, I was like, this is so overwhelming. I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, I don't, I don't think I can. But, you know, as time goes on and you learn more and you research more and you take time to step back and think and, and recover and... And and that and that's an important thing too. Is like you gotta, you have to do for your mental clarity. You have to do other things. You can't just devote one hundred percent of your time to grinding on whatever you're doing. Like you can't just continuously work without breaks. You need to like have family time, and mm-hmm. you need to relax, watch TV. I mean, I don't know if you watch a lot of TV. You watch Super Harry Potter Girl. and all that. Supergirl. That's what Super- I'm watching right now. <laughs> When I get stressed out, I don't know why I watch, like, superhero movies. Hmm. I don't know why that is. I used to be, like, comedies and stuff like that. No, I've watched all the superhero movies right now that are on Netflix. (laughs) Like, when I'm feeling discouraged, come on, Supergirl. Have you seen The Boys? No. What? What is The Boys? The Boys? You have not seen The Boys? No. It's on Amazon. It's, um, you'll love it. If you love superheroes... You will love this show really? because it's if superheroes were real, like what they would actually be like, and it's so messed up. I, I yeah, I can't tell you anything now I about gotta it. Go watch it. You have to watch it. <laughs> I think it's there's only like two or three seasons out right now, okay. but it's amazing. I will watch it. You'll watch the first like ten minutes, and you'll be like, "No way, that like happened. That happened." Like I love superheroes. Like when <laughs> I was little, oh my god. I can't believe I'm telling you this. When I was little, I thought I was um, <laughs> Storm from X-Men. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would sit in my backyard and I would like throw leaves and I'd spin. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I was moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. When um, I got my hair braided, I got it braided and then my braids were gray and black. <laughs> And my, I told my brother, I was like, oh, I'm like Storm from X-Men. He was like, no, you're like degen- degenerated, or what is it? Basically like the cheap version of Storm. And I was like... <laughs> degenerate version yes. of Storm? <laughs> I was like, bro, that is so wrong, but it's okay, because then you can call me Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had planned on making a whole... Um, oh, because I, I told you I'm weird. So I had already, I asked my boy, my fiance, I was like, babe, can we hook the projector up in the basement and have like an ocean scene, like playing on the projector? And then I'll like make some clouds out of like some foam. And then we'll have me like there and have Uncle Nan's um, fan, like that high powered fan sort of like blow my hair up. And I'll just be standing there like I'm floating over the water and you record it. <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like I had it all planned out because I decided I was a, a plus size stripper at work one day when I still had my job but I was only going to smack my belly that's it so they dared me don't, don't like they can't dare me because I'm, I'm like half special okay so I went home that day and I made me a donut ring out of like the, the pool ring and I made I like put string on it so I could hang it on my shoulders and 
I called myself the luscious jiggly jelly roll. And all I did the whole video to juveniles back that ass up was smack my belly and look at the camera with a wig on. Oh my God. Like that's it. With the, the glow, the lights changing color and everything. And you showed your coworker, coworkers this? Oh, I put it on YouTube. It's got like 2,000 views now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's can ridiculous. I put it, can I tag it to this episode? Yes, you can. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I really can? Yes, it's ridiculous. Oh, but it's my so God. hilarious. That is, I got to go watch that. It is like, and I'm like serious face. <laughs> like there's no, it was so hard to do because <laughs> I laugh all the time and I like had to keep a serious face the whole time but i fell in the splits and just kept smacking my belly the whole time you should start a, a tiktok channel uh or page dedicated to that <laughs> <laughs> well i did hold on at the beginning of the when i first started the tiktok it was my tiktok and then i transitioned to the business one okay i'm not computer literate okay i'm learning like i can do data entry and all that because of where i worked right but um, so if you scroll to the beginning videos of my TikTok, <laughs> it's all you. It's all me, and I got on different wigs and like gold microphones. <laughs> People were like, "What the heck was going on?" <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun. <laughs> my kids would come in my room. Oh God, mom's at it again, and just walk out. <laughs> But they're so used to it. Like, my my fiance and I, were so goofy that, like, he'll say something smart and I'll go. And it happens at the store. And that, like, to some people it would be like, oh, my gosh, that's so unprofessional. But it's family. Well, and I think that kind of adds to the vibe, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that, like if somebody were to go, go to your TikTok and they seen that, they'd be like, oh, okay, that's her. And then that's her business. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's, I mean... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like uh, business social media accounts. Like I have a, a Facebook account for the podcast, mm -hmm. but I typically do like all my promotion and everything like on my Facebook page or on my own Instagram. My brother, he does a podcast, and he's like, "You should start your own like like uh, Instagram page for the podcast." I'm like, "No, like that's me. Like that's who I am. This podcast is who I am. Like I, it's just it's just my it's just my thing. So everything I do, I'm going to promote on my platform." So, like, if somebody were to go to your TikTok and they see that, like, oh, okay, that's her. That's really her. And then this is... <laughs> oh, God. This is her business. <laughs> but, no, you're right. Like, I, I do have um, a business Instagram and a business Facebook, but I mainly promote on... Well, for the Instagram, I forget about it all the time. So, the Instagram, I use the business one. But okay. my Facebook, I do it all on my page, and right. then I just tag the business in it. Right. So... Oh my God. Like I, last year I only had like 700, 800 friends. Now I'm at like 1400 and I'm like, where the hell did all these people come from? But it's wow. different people that I had met doing shows and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And now people, like I said, I don't even know, but have added me or follow me are commenting on the page. Like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Wow. Cause even in the videos I say I'm me. Right. Like I don't, I don't change who I am or how I am. I, I cuss all the time. <laughs> you might watch a video and I'm smoking a blunt in the video. <laughs> and I'm like, hold well, on, I need to come out to the car real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, and that's a, that's the thing. I think uh, that's what's lacking in today's society is a sense of sincerity, right? Like people want to put on this image, and it's mainly like on social media. They want to put on this front of like who they are and what they are and what their business is, but. I think we oftentimes forget that we're just people, you know, mm -hmm. we all live the kind of the same type of lives and 
it's important to show that i think i agree because like i said with celebrities and stuff like that people think that their lives are just peachy keen and everything's gravy and shoot i have a shirt that says that something about everything being gravy i don't remember what it said but i love gravy i do too all kinds of gravy i just like food (laughs) i love food it's like my favorite it is my favorite thing my and it's a bad thing because like my daughter's just like me and i would be really fat if i didn't work out but my daughter she loves food like she'll sit there until her plate is completely empty and then she'll be like what's for dessert <laughs> and i'm like girl you need to get up and like stop watching youtube and work out <laughs> you know, i um i love food i had the gastric sleeve done years ago and so now i'm limited to how much i can eat but my mind is still you know the previous you know chubby anna so <laughs> like i'll get some food and i'm like oh i just want to inhale it and i can't and then i just get so upset <laughs> oh my god look at all those cheesy fries <laughs> and then my family finishes it and then two hours later when i'm hungry again i'm like why'd you eat my food <laughs> Like, now I want that. Like, I've been thinking about it for two hours. Like, I had Uh, dreams of this. That's hilarious. You know? But, yeah. It's kind of funny how, um, with food, um, it's so so different for everybody. Like, for me, like, it'd be real easy for me to be, like, a food addict. Like, and I actually think I am a food. Like, I think I have a a legitimate problem with food um, because I eat a lot of food. It's so good. It's so good. And I particularly like sweets. Like, I love sweet stuff. I don't know why. And so, like, like once I start on a cycle of, like, okay, I'm going to have ice cream tonight. And then tomorrow night, I'm like, I'm going to have ice cream again. Right. Because it was so good last night. And the next night, I'm like, I want ice cream. There's still ice cream. I'm going to work out tomorrow. It'll be fine. <laughs> Mine was always, I'm going to do, I'll start working out on Monday. Oh, you can't do that. I know. I know that now. Just do it today. Right. <laughs> but back then, like, oh, now I'll just start Monday. Let me go ahead and uh, go get the steak. <laughs> See, with me, it's always, I'm going to work out tomorrow. Like, I'll, I'll eat ice cream tonight, and I'll work out tomorrow. I'll work it off tomorrow. It's okay. And then, then it's, okay, I'll eat healthier on Monday. But for now, I'm just going to continue working out. <laughs> well, at least you're not, like, you know going for the walk to the ice cream store, you know, and then getting the ice cream and then walking home because you're not really, you know, working it off. Cause if you're walking, you are you kind so? of, kind of, right? I mean, I walking's know. exercise. My excuse was like when I was pregnant with my little one, I did lunges the whole way to cutie. <laughs> you really did lunges? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh. I did lunges like the whole way to cutie. And then I got my donut and my chocolate milk. <laughs> and then I walked back home. So when my grandma was like, Anna, that's not healthy. I was like, well, I worked out the whole way there. <laughs> well, I mean, it gives you like a positive incentive to go get it, right? Like right. I, I kind of earned it. Right. I did I my lunges. It, like the whole way there. <laughs> my mom was like, did you really just do lunges down the whole street? Uh, I said, I want this baby out now. <laughs> yes, I did. Jesus. <laughs> that's hilarious. That is so funny. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just do weird stuff. <laughs> Wow. Well, we are, in, wow, we're an hour and 17 minutes into this thing. <laughs> um, yeah, usually I go an hour and I'm sure my wife upstairs is like, when is he going to be done? Um, is there anything else you want to promote on here? Any dirty jokes you want to tell me before we go? <laughs> no, now I'm going to look them up so I can message you one. 
But no, it was a pleasure. I'm so glad that you had me on. Yeah, absolutely. If you ever want to come back, just let me know. I know you're busy, so... But no, I maybe for the next um before we do the drawing for the next um charity event. Okay, when's that? Uh we're doing the drawing the last Sunday in December. Okay. I'll be off work then, so so yeah, just let me know. Yeah, so before that that way we can promote it and get okay. possibilities rescue some some good products, some good stuff for their aminals. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um do you want to plug your social media real quick? Oh, yeah, you can look us up uh better than yours designs. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, we're on TikTok. Also, you can check us out at the store at 602 Elmwood Road, Suite B, for our Can't Stop, Won't Stop pop-up shop. Uh, we're open every day of the week, 10 to 8. So come check us out for your custom apparel, accessories, rolling trays, and so much more. <laughs> that sounded pretty rehearsed. <laughs> no, that was all on the spot. <laughs> Do you uh, want to plug your daughter's uh, social media? Yes, please look up the artist Sketchatunes. It's Sketch-a-Tunes. Um, she's an anim amazing anime artist, and she actually has three logos she's done, as well as she's doing some artwork for her school at Sexton High School. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing this. Uh, all that will be in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>